this. This is a football podcast, man. Meat. Football. Good. Man, we talk football. We eat burgers. <laughs> Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. Josh and Ben here with you. We're talking fantasy football. We're about to do a mock draft. Ben can't keep the smile off his face. <laughs> it might have something to do with what we said before the show that we can't repeat here. <laughs> Absolutely. Ben has this really awful habit of right as I'm about to start the intro of the episode. He just says something completely out of pocket to try and throw me <laughs> off. I don't know if you're trying to throw me off, but you do successfully Sometimes just it's about on every purpose. single episode. Sometimes it's like one final jab. I'm like, ooh, this is funny on the thing we were talking about and just throw that in there. But I do try to time it up so it's right as the thing goes. Record. Oh, man. You do I'm that while we're recording, too. You'll just throw something in there. You're hoping like that maybe I don't catch it at first, but then I'll I think th- about it and I'll come I throw back some bait to it. Out there. <laughs> throw some fish hooks just waiting yeah, for me I'm, to bite on them. I'm just trying to get you somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. We are back. We're talking fantasy football. We're stoked about it. Next week. Well, no, not next week. Next week we have college football. We are this week. We have college football. Yes. We're doing our follower league drafts this weekend. We're recording this on Thursday, which is one week. One week. One away. week exactly from kickoff. What's the What's the Thursday night matchup? Is it the uh, Kansas City it, versus Chiefs Detroit? And, that's right. Yeah, that'll be. A it good could one. be exciting. That'll I get be to see fun. Gibbs. I get to see Mahomes. I get to see Patrick or Trick Kelsey. That should be good. I I can't. That could wait. be a um, that could be a fantasy darling matchup right there. That's going to be some points in that game. You already know it will be. And what's going to be so interesting is figuring out if Kansas City has a uh, a wide receiver one this year got, or if it's just a four. bunch of Jags. They've got they four have they have wide four receiver wide receiver ones. threes. <laughs> they do. They have you did you see the report um that Sky Moore is going to be an every down wide receiver and that Justin Ross and Rasheed Rice are package players. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. I don't believe any I don't know of what it to make that. because I don't believe that Sky Moore's an every down receiver. <laughs> he had a he had a rough rough rookie year, dude. And like everybody freaked out about him and Kadarius Tony at the same time like, look, I get they scored a 3-yard touchdown in the Super Bowl. That does not mean they're going to have 1,200 yards this season. I know it. I know it. Yeah, Sky Moore, he, he fell in those categories. Granted, Devontae Adams was in one of those categories where, like, your rookie is so bad that you can just write him off. Obviously, Devontae Adams panned out, so I don't know. There's outliers, but Sky Moore is probably not it. I don't believe in it, but we'll see. I don't, well, I don't well, wish we'll bad see. things we'll on him. No, I'm sure he's a great guy. But you're not going to crack he's my fantasy nice. lineup. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that aside, uh, really quickly, if you enjoy the episode, if you've been listening all off season and you're excited about fantasy getting started just like we are, uh, one quick way, a couple quick ways, you can support what we're doing here off the rip. 
You can check us out on Patreon. We've got rankings and projections over there. We've got uh, Discord as well for Patreons. It's a fun time. Uh, eventually, maybe we'll get some merch up there. Fun stuff. Uh, we'll see. But you can support us there on Patreon. If you don't want to pay money, though, the best way you can support us is just leave a rating and review wherever you're listening, a review uh, on Apple Podcasts, a rating everywhere else. It would mean a lot. It helps us out. It's it's very helpful, and we greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Let's talk some news because we have some, and it's not good. Well, well some of it's good. Then some of it's good. Okay. Well, I don't know how this is. For TJ Hawkinson, good. it's great. <laughs> yeah. He's for, a very rich for man. For him, now. it's awesome. He got paid a lot of money. TJ Hawkinson was paid, I think it was four years, $68 million with an average annual value of $17.125 million. I don't know if you're good at math, but. I'm not. I think the technical term is that's a bag, is what he just got. <laughs> he did. He got a bag. Which helps helps a lot because it's just proving how right I am about TJ Hawkinson. So thank you, <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. Are you one of those guys that goes, look at the money? The money trail says he should yeah, be you good. F- you follow the money. Unless you're talking you know about else? Russell Wilson, follow the money. You know who else got paid a lot of money? Go ahead. Who else? Kenny I can see Galladay. that smug little smirk on your face. <laughs> Oh, Kenny G got paid a lot of money. Translated into a whole lot of success. All right, well, look, I'll surrender to you as soon as TJ Hawkinson puts up a tight end 29 finish or something. (laughs) Yeah, no, TJ Hawkinson's going to be just fine. Uh, He is secure in his role with the Vikings. I think the only interesting part about this, and really the only noteworthy part about this, aside from the fact that he got paid a lot of money, was that they opted to pay him before paying Justin Jefferson. Outside of that, that's a little weird. Run of the mill. It is a little weird, isn't it? It it won't be. I guess it won't be as weird. Like if they are doing this and then they, which they will, but make Justin Jefferson the highest paid receiver in the league. So, yeah, it's fine. It's interesting because I know. They had to let Dalvin Cook go, obviously, because of salary reasons. But I'm really curious now what they're going to do with Kirk Cousins. I mean, there's only so much money to go around. And if you're paying a tight end, literally top of the market value, if you're paying a wide receiver... He just reset the tight end market. He did. And and I'm sure Justin Jefferson... Jefferson's probably going to make north of $30 a year, I would imagine. Yeah, He's going to reset the receiver market. So your quarterback money is going down and down here. Right, and Kirk has been, you know, God bless him, he's been very shrewd with his contracts. He's made a lot of money, and I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see who the he's quarterback is He's done well is being able year. to keep your team just barely competing. Yeah. Whoever it is. He's just good enough. Those Whoever his agent is, is basically what Jonathan Taylor should have. Jonathan Taylor should have hired <sighs> Kirk Cousins' agent. <laughs> speak, speaking of Jonathan Taylor, let's just go ahead and get there. Okay. Uh, what What is the situation now? He is on the pup. He will miss yep, the first weeks of the season with his they ankle. They had until before 4 o'clock on Tuesday to trade him. Before And that was when like the 53-man rosters are due. So yeah. they wanted to get rid of him if they could before then so that whatever team got him, they could then activate him off the pup or do whatever. But obviously now, even if he's traded – he has to miss the first four games of the season. Right. 
And the two teams that have popped up as very interested have been the Miami Dolphins and, oddly enough, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. That's kind of out of the left field. Yeah, I saw. So I saw that the Packers offered AJ Dillon, and I think it was a first round pick. What? <laughs> I think that's what I saw. Oh my gosh! Ex- yes, and then they said that they would pay. I mean, obviously, if you're going to trade that amount of money or trade that capital and you know that player, you're going to pay Jonathan Taylor a significant amount of money. That you're shocks willing me to- that that didn't get done. Uh, yeah. And then, um, what, did you see what they were asking from the Dolphins for Taylor? That's for Jalen Waddle. They wanted Jalen Waddle and, like, and things. That is a like that, that is, is absurd. An, that is an fu offer, is what that is. I want Jalen Waddle in a first. I'm like, you're gonna have to add a first to Taylor to get Waddle. Like, my gosh. And and still, it's a no. In modern NFL, it's not fantasy football, you know. Uh, Taylor in a first to get Waddle, that would happen in fantasy football. In real life, well, yeah. But receivers, re- elite receivers, which Jalen Waddle is, so valuable. That and Also, I think they had asked for uh, Christian Wilkins, the stud defensive tackle. Um, it was like a yeah, Christian I, Wilkins plus I kept plus seeing Waddell. that pop up on Twitter, like they're going to trade Christian Wilkins. I'm like, they're not going to trade Christian Wilkins for Jonathan Taylor. Like that's not no. going to happen. No. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> that That is, I mean, the Colts obviously have a price in mind for what Jonathan Taylor's worth. And it's they don't too much. Pay him. It is it is so much. I, they and think like, I am a, so much. I, I'm a Jonathan Taylor fan. I like Jonathan Taylor a lot. I'm heavily invested in Jonathan Taylor, which is very annoying for my fantasy leagues. <laughs> but he's, I, he, that, I don't know. Jim, I, I'm convinced Jim Mercedes on crack. You did just trade Jonathan Taylor I, away in a I dynasty did. league today. I I took a hit in a dynasty hit, league today. Hit us with the trade. Let us know what it was. So before we say what the trade is, let's just break down the team a little bit. It is a heavily contending roster. If you've listened yes. to the show, it's the roster that like if you if I posted on a forum or whatever they would say the league would break down the roster so good. But this roster has never won a championship. I will I will add that. It has never won. You for, have been cursed. For probably the past three years, like it's been definitely the best roster in the league. It's just unlucky in the playoffs, which, I mean, that's what it is. It takes skill to get to the playoffs, but it's luck once you're in there. So, yeah. But, you know, the team, as good as it is, the running back situation was a little murky. So I've, I've already added Nick Chubb, which is great. I finally got Josh Jacobs back um, for one more year, which is great. But I wanted – JT was on there, and I wanted another guy I can put in that flex to feel just really good about it. So I had to trade um, Jonathan Taylor, Devonta Smith, and a first, which, God willing, will be late. So hopefully that's the last pick in the draft. <laughs> but – Traded that, and I got Jameer Gibbs, Chris Godwin, and Samaj P. Ryan, which most Ooh. people would absolutely flame me. And people in our league did. Like, what are you doing? Like, you can't tr- – I would have given you more for Taylor. At, first off, no, you wouldn't have. Second off um, – no, no, you would not. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have given me Jameer Gibbs. That's, right. But I'm I'm a firm believer in Jameer Gibbs. I am probably more so than you, but Jameer Gibbs is going to be extremely good this season. 
Um, in my opinion, he's the dynasty running back too. And the fact that I could be able to put him into a flex and just have that additional spot secure for the league for the year, in my opinion, was worth it. And picking up Chris Godwin as a depth player feels really good too. So was it an overpay in the terms of dynasty? Yes. But sometimes going for that championship, you've got to F them picks. I'm going for it. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, where are you at with your top five dynasty running backs right now? Because it's a very fluid thing. I don't like you asked that because I've got the top three. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I knew you had the top three, but I wanted to push you a little bit and get you. Okay, let's let's go off the cuff here. Um, Obviously, Bijan, Gibbs and CMC. You probably have CMC at two. I've got him at three. I've got Gibbs at two. Oh, you do. Okay, I'm proud of you. I'm with you. But I I mean, I'm, I'm there. Those three, I think, are pretty locked in. It is it is a fight right there. Like I don't want to drop drop JT out, but I think for for the time being he's not in my top five. Mm-mm. I would agree. I think it's I think it's still Brees at four. Yep. And oh boy, you can make an argument for a lot of people right here yeah. at five. I think. Yeah, you can. I think if I'm gonna if if you're gonna put me on the spot and I've got to name somebody, I'm gonna put Travis Etienne. At five. Okay. Yeah, I think fine. you can make an argument for Najee. You can make an argument for Javante. But I think of those three guys, ETN is probably the safest guy on the best offense. Yeah. Yeah, I think Brees, you've probably got Brees Hall and Christian McCaffrey kind of interchangeable. Um, I wouldn't be mad at you if you had Brees at three and if you had CMC at four or five. Yeah, if you're, if you're a rebuilding it, sure. team, sure, trade CMC for, for Brees. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so I think we're sort of in lockstep with that. Um, anything else on Jonathan Taylor? I I miss him. I want him back. He's one of my favorite <laughs> players to watch. You definitely still have him in one of our other main dynasty leagues. So you I already fine. had Jameer Gibbs in that league, so I couldn't trade him for that. That's, that's true. That is true. Maybe that I can trade him was... for Brees Hall. Maybe maybe that's an option. You you might could. actually that could happen. Now you got that some wheels turning done. here. You got some wheels turning. I'm helping you out. I don't think I should because you're my main competition in that league. Uh, you don't have Brees. I don't, but I have. Oh what, no, what you're you saying like it? don't help me like to beat you. Yeah, I, I, I don't ah, want you yeah. to beat me. Because I mean, already, we've already talked about it. JT's going to be out the first four weeks. We expect Brees to start slow. Yes. So then, as the season goes on, Brees is going to catch up. And he's probably going to catch up to about where Taylor should be anyway. Yep. And he's a year younger. This is interesting. On a better offense. I'm about to win this Without league. a running quarterback. <laughs> you are not about to win this league. There is one man. Yeah, there's there's one more no, or, uh, story we're going to talk about that may prevent me from winning this league. I'm very upset about it. Oh, yeah? Uh, well, there, yes, there's two things left. We got one quick thing. Uh, Jeff Wilson is on IR. This is very interesting because nobody talked about it at all. And uh, Mike McDaniel's quote about Jeff Wilson was, I definitely expect to see him back before the end of the year. <laughs> that is not helpful, what? Mike. You expect, I, as far as I knew yesterday, he was going to start week one. <laughs> so I love yeah, all the memes um, that have come out about like the zero RB uh, fantasy drafters who were taking Jeff Wilson in like the 17th round. They're just, their plans are destroyed now. 
Yeah, but alternately, if you were one of the zero RB drafters that took Raheem Mostert in the 13th round, you're doing yeah, you're a, okay. a jig. Dude, Raheem is going to get hurt on like the first play, dude. He will. He probably will. And then Devon A-Chain is going to get 20 touches a game. Don't and it's going start. To be ridiculous. Don't start. <laughs> He's 160 pounds. He's going to break two. Oh, my gosh. Um, no, Raheem Mostert right now is probably a crazy value. And honestly, my A-Chain uh, love aside, it does help Devon A-Chain. And also, another name to note is Salvin Ahmed. A guy that you probably aren't going to draft at all and maybe not even pick up on waivers, but it's going to be a Raheem Mostert slash Salvin Ahmed thing with uh, Devon A-Chain sprinkled in there as well. The gas man is, uh, he was cut, Miles Gaskins. He went to Minnesota. Oh, did they pick him up? Didn't they cut, um, who did Minnesota cut in their running Uh, back? Is it McBride Uh, was the guy's name? Okay. That was funny because I definitely got into a spat with somebody earlier this offseason because uh, they thought Alexander Madison was trash and they thought Dwayne McBride was going to steal his job. Which Look, I I'm not going to say Alexander Madison is the best running back in the league by any means because he's been a backup literally his entire career. But it's not like this other dude was going to start over him. Like, that's ridiculous. Evidently not. Okay. Now it's impossible. Uh, one last thing here. It's very sad for both of us. Uh, Cooper Cup apparently has re-aggravated his hamstring injury, and he is listed as day-to-day, and I think it's fair to assume he is in doubt to start week one. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know you know exactly how to diagnose or tell you, but I know, I know just historically hamstring injuries tend to linger, so the fact that he's – Got it. They said he was okay, and now he's re-aggravated it. It does concern me for the season ahead, I will be honest. Where would you draft him right now with this news? We were about to find out. He's we. What's annoying is we just talked about him as like one of our favorite values in the first yep. round. He's not there yep. anymore. I'm, I'm not taking him at, at six or seven. Are you going Bijan over Cooper Cup right now? I, I think I would take Bijan over him. I might take Saquon Barkley over him. I think as as it sits right now, because we don't know that he's not going to play, I still think I take him around the one-two turn and just mm. assume he's okay for the time being until we hear more news of, like, is he actually going to miss time or are they just being yeah. cautious with it? I don't know. What I'm – what I'm terrified of is this is the Keenan Allen of last year sort of hamstring deal where it just lingers. It never goes it's away. really bad. Uh, yeah, it never goes away in Keenan Allen. I don't think he came back until like week 9, 10, something like that. Basically to the part where he was not helpful in terms of fantasy because yeah, you, he came you back so late. You can't have your first round pick just not play for you until the playoffs. You cannot. It would I have be had that happen before, and guess what? Came in last place. What year was that? That was, uh, I think, our sophomore year of college. I drafted David Montgomery. Not David Montgomery. Ooh, no, David, David Johnson. Johnson. I remember First this. overall, he gets hurt game one, doesn't play the rest of the year. Yeah. First that was overall. That was, I, that was so funny because he was one of your like full-blown my guys. You were uh, so into David well, he Johnson. Had, like, and the two... best part was... <laughs> 
I had won a championship the year prior with David Johnson as one of my running backs who came out of nowhere and exploded, and it was awesome. Well, and then the, you drafted that was the 101. Thing, is people were like, yeah, you could, it was like him and Le'Veon Bell. Like Both of those guys are interchangeable, one and two. Pick whichever one you like. I'm like, the dude had like 2,000 yards the year before. Like He's going to be yeah. a 1,000-yard receiver, 1,000-yard rusher. Like, yes, absolutely. And breaks his hand week one, and he's done. Yeah. I forever will hate David Johnson. He, <laughs> you hated him so much, and it was Still so do. funny. Because we had a he's punishment. He's out of the league now. Oh, that's right. We what had a was punishment, punishment in that league. Here? I had to wear, for five Mondays in a row, like, booty jean shorts every Monday. <laughs> I was, like, showing up to class. Oh, Pockets hanging Daisy out. Daisy Dukes. <laughs> My chemistry teacher couldn't make eye contact with me because I, you know, we had like a, it was like a lecture hall. So they had the seats that like tiered up, you know, in a row. And I was sitting yep. like in the middle. So I'd like prop oh. my leg up like on one of the seats in front of me. Something looked like a baby bird peeping, peeping out of there. <laughs> Absolutely nothing left to the imagination. I think we've crossed our, our PG rating we have on, <laughs> on the Apple Spotify with that one. Whew. Oh, I love punishments. Um, man. That was not fun. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, we're here to do a mock draft. Why don't Let's just we do hop in here <laughs> and do a mock draft? Oh, man. Okay. Are you ready to start the draft? Escatite. I don't know what that means. It means Bonjour. let's go. All right. Okay. Uh, 101. Ben, yeah, we should probably tell the folks what's actually happening here. So <laughs> Ben is at the 101. I'm at the 112. It is a 12-team. Yeah. There will be no sniping this mock. It is a half PPR, uh, one quarterback mock draft. Pretty run-of-the-mill. We figured it would be a good idea to give everyone kind of a, I don't know, a look to see what can happen from the two polar opposites on the draft board. Yep. This is, I mean, this is the setting that most people are playing in anyway. Season's right around the corner. Our, I know our follower leagues are, are lined up. They're going to be drafting soon, so the same setting, same, uh, same number of teams. So pretty, pretty standard. The 101 is, is a difficult pick. I'm going to probably take Justin Jefferson. It is a difficult pick. Um, Justin Jefferson feels like kind of an automatic 101 at this point, but at the same time, you've got Christian McCaffrey. Well, Eckler went at the 103, but Christian it's McCaffrey and Jamar Chase, I think, are... They're definitely in that conversation where, I'll be honest with you, I don't really want... The 101 because I feel like all three of those guys are pretty much I mean they're 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 different but they're so similar that I just don't want to pick at the top of that group I'd rather pick at the end of that group yeah I I personally have I mean I think Chase and, and Jefferson are pretty interchangeable Jefferson I know I took him but I view Chase in, in the exact same light really I think this is, this could be Chase's wide receiver one year 
and now Burrow's back at practice, so they said he's good to go week one, so there's no early season worries either. I think it's pretty yeah. pretty locked in for, for Jamar Chase. Yeah, I'm curious how, like, is Chase your wide receiver one projected yet, or is it still Jefferson? Like, I, I know Jefferson has proved to all of us that he is that guy, but, like, at the top of the draft where Chase – you know, he had a 29% target share last year from Joe Burrow. A 29% target share from Joe Burrow is, I think, more valuable than, you know, 30% of the targets from Kirk Cousins. But at the same time, Justin Jefferson is so good. If you go look at, like, Matt Harmon does this uh, reception perception where he just looks at win rates on all different types of routes. And Justin Jefferson's entire route tree is just greens. It's green everywhere. He wins on every single route combination that is possible to run. He literally is. He is impossible to guard. He's a perfect wide receiver. Jamar Chase is not quite to that level of a route runner, but he's so athletic and he's tied to Jamar Chase quarterback. Is just a freak. Exactly. So it's a little bit different, but they win in different ways, and they're both incredibly successful. So I think. I, don't know. I think. Uh, like I said, they're they're interchangeable. Jefferson has proved it. He's done it. He's the guy. But the fact that last year Jamar Chase was getting 11 targets a game from Joe Burrow, yeah. which is exactly what Cooper Cup got in 2021 from Matt Stafford, that that feels like a wide receiver one season incoming to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. Back to you went Jefferson at the 101, then it was McCaffrey, Eckler at three, Chase, Cooper Cup at the 105, uh, Travis Kelsey. Sleeper A, I didn't know. Sleeper has not caught up. B. John Robinson, Tyreek Hill at the 108, Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry at the 111, leaving me on the clock here at the 112. This is just going to be I really like simple. Options here. There's a lot of good ones, and frankly, I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to take Stephon Diggs and A.J. Brown. And get my two wide receiver one, basically two wide receiver ones there at the turn. Immediately following is our worst value of fantasy. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes goes immediately after that. C.D. Lamb. Tony Pollard, who's a great value, goes to the 204. Devontae Adams, Amon Ra. Jonathan Taylor goes to the 207. That's a mistake. That will not happen in your home league. No, it will not. Just disregard it. Where have you seen Taylor going recently? Because I've seen him going in like the sixth round, seventh round. I saw him in the fifth round of one of my uh, drafts I did last week. That was before the news came out. So I'm imagining he's going to fall even later. Mm, Okay. Yeah, I I think you're probably going to get him at the earliest in the fifth round in a lot of your drafts with (laughs) non-AI, with real people in it. Uh, people are just going to be scared of him, and for I mean, for good reason. He's he's a terrifying pick right now. Josh Jacobs immediately after that. Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Jalen Waddle at the two eleven, leaving Ben on the clock. I the like this. You've got some great options. I like it, but I also don't like it. I've got some great <laughs> options. I know one guy I'm taking. Do you for like sure. it or not? One guy for sure. I'm taking Garrett Wilson because the fact that he fought fell here is amazing. I think he's got top five upside for sure. Uh, and here's where it gets difficult because we've I've got three guys here that I want to take: Najee Harris, Chris Olave, and Mark Andrews. Um, I have taken two receivers already. I feel like it would be nice to get Najee Harris and secure my running back room. I also do like Mark Andrews. I think it's a little little early for him, 
but I still like him here. I think I just full send it here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna roll out three wide receiver ones. I'm gonna take Chris Olave. There you go. That's probably where I would have gone. I fully understand wanting to get a running back in the first three rounds, and I recommend most people do that. But when you've got Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave there on the board, I think you sort of have to ignore maybe quote unquote best practices and just say, okay, both of these guys can be top five finishers at the wide receiver position. If you happen to hit that scenario where you have three guys who finish in the top five, you just win your league. That's just how it goes. So that may end up panning out for you. Obviously it's fake, but you know. Yeah. It's just a mock, guys. <laughs> uh Najee Harris, Mark Andrews went right after T. Higgins, Jameer Gibbs, Ramondre Stevenson, Travis Etienne, DK Metcalf, Joe Mixon, Devonta Smith, Debo Samuel. And I'm on the clock here at the three four turn. Um, okay. What's really unfortunate about picking from the ends is you're picking at the turns and I don't like picking at the turns you you have to kind of call your shots on guys a little bit you have to draft them over ADP if you want them and there's a few guys that I really like here that I will not get a chance to take if I wait until the 512 to take them so if I want to get my quarterback I'm going to have to take it at this turn if I want one of these wide receivers that we both really like. I've got to take him here at the turn. I think I, I can safely say I'll pass on tight end, but I, I do think, oh my gosh, dude. I think I might be full punting here on running back, much as I don't like it. Mm. Mm. It's a tough spot. This is gross. So here's basically my options. I have Lamar Jackson at quarterback. I have Calvin Ridley at wide receiver. I've got Brees Hall, Aaron Jones, Kenneth Walker, etc. at running back. I'm not like over the moon about any of these running backs. I really like Calvin Ridley. So we'll just go ahead. We'll take Calvin Ridley. He'll be one of the two picks that I make here. But then after that, I've got three wide receivers I'm not going to get another running back if I don't take one here until the 512. That's gross. I don't really like that. But also, if I wait on quarterback, my best option after this stretch will probably be Deshaun Watson. Which means you're going to wait kind a of, while. It mean, yes. It means that I'm probably going to end up punting on quarterback altogether. And I don't really want to punt on quarterback and tight end. And I don't want to take a tight end at the 401. There's George Kittle, TJ Hawkinson, Darren Waller, Kyle Pitts. I like all of them, but I don't like any of them at the 401. It's too early. All right, so all that overthinking aside, I think I'm just going to take Lamar Jackson. I think that's the two picks gonna... I would have made too. Okay, well, that that feels good. I like some positive reinforcement there. It's a tough spot to be ah! in. But... <laughs> Uh, no! Kenneth Walker, <laughs> Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, George Kittle, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, and Ben's sweet, sweet prince, TJ Hawkinson, goes at the 411. Oh, right this makes me sad. Him. You got sniped by the CPU. Okay. Was that what you were going to do? That, that is exactly what in? I was going to do. Yeah. Okay. Um... 
dang it. I think there, there's two values here I'm, I'm still okay with. Uh, I got three receivers, so I am good there. I am not going to reach just... I don't think I can do it yet. I think I'm going to take Justin Fields, and I'm going to take Miles Sanders. I I wanted to go. take Waller, but I feel like it's a little too early for that. That's a tough spot. Um is Waller going to make it back to me? Oh, my gosh. Okay. That is annoying. <laughs> so you took Miles, you took Justin Fields and Miles Sanders at your turn. Damian Pierce at the 502, J.K. Dobbins, Terry McLaurin, D.J. Moore, Alexander Madison, Drake London, Jerry Judy. That's probably a bad pick there. Uh, Christian Watson, Chris Godwin, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, so a quarterback fell. I could have probably waited and taken Trevor Lawrence. He was the one quarterback that fell. He's the one that we've been drafting a lot of, too. I have been, and I really just did not expect him to make it back to the 512, and I figured, you know, there's, in my mind, there's a huge gap between Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. Like, Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback to have in fantasy, but Lamar Jackson is potentially a top four quarterback in fantasy. So I, you know, call my shot. Um, okay, well, I'm definitely going to take Darren Waller here at the 512, which means I definitely have got to take a running back. There's really no way around it. It's just a I matter of which one. Yeah. Yep, it's, it's it. going to be K-Makers. Yes, sir. K-Makers at the 6-1. So we've got our RB1, <laughs> Cam Akers, oh gosh. Dallas Goddard, Brandon Ayuk, Mike Williams, Javante Williams, Kyle Pitts, James Conner, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Tyler Lockett, and Ben is once again on the clock. And once again, I don't like it. At all. Okay. Let me just. What are what's your the options roster? here? Again. Okay. I just had to remember what in the world the the rostering set roster settings were even. Okay. I'm still not happy. There's no like easy pick here. Nothing the, stands out here. Um, Christian Kirk, I think, is underrated. I don't know if I really want to take him here. Rashad White doesn't excite me. Mike Evans is not very exciting. George Pickens. Eh. I know he won't make it back to me. I feel like with the start I've had, which I, I think is pretty good, I can call a little bit of a shot. You'll appreciate this one. I'm going to take David Montgomery... And I'm going to call the shot at the, at the top of the seventh round and take Jackson Smith and Jigba. Sheesh. Yeah. I think of all the these guys on here, at he's my got turn. the most upside. What? I would. I mean, if JSN made it to me at the 7-8 turn, which it would have been a little bit of a long shot, but if he would have been there, I would have taken him. That's a great pick. We have I had like this it. conversation, I think, a few episodes ago of when we were looking at ADP. 
and you look at the rankings, and it's like after after Chris Godwin, like I'm kind of tempted to take JSN over pretty much everybody after that. I think he's yeah. he's just the only one with the potential to break out. He's already practicing again after the broken hand. I think he'll be have a little bit of a slow start. Maybe doesn't play week one, and they kind of ease him back in. But he's gonna play early in the season, earlier than we thought. So, yeah. Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, James Cook, Rashad White, George Pickens, Isaiah Pacheco, Deontay Johnson. I actually thought Jahan about him. Dotson. I would have thought about him too. I would also probably thought about Jahan Dotson. Uh, Michael Pittman and Antonio Gibson round out the seventh, leaving me with the last pick in the seventh. This is, once again, not a super fantastic spot to be picking. I'll be honest with you. I don't love any of these options. I guess you don't love any of them. It's the seventh round. None of them are awesome. Um, I probably need another running back, I'll be totally honest with you. But there's nothing good here for, for RB2. I do know that I really like a certain wide receiver here, and I don't, I won't get the chance to take him unless I take him right here. So I'm just going to go and grab Zay Flowers. Oh, wow. And I definitely thought about... I, I was going to take Brown. him on, on my pick if he made it. He, he was not going to make it. I, see, I knew I wouldn't get the chance to get him if I didn't just go ahead and take him. So, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Marquise Brown is pretty interesting here. I, I think he's a really good pick at the eight, top of the eighth round. But looking at my team, I have currently one running back, and it's not the safest of bets at running back. I guess we're just going to be living on the edge here with running back as a whole. So this feels really stupid and gross, but I'm just going to do it. And we're just going to hope and pray a little bit. Khalil Herbert is going to be my RB2. I don't hate it. And that's my pick at the 801. Brandon Cooks, Marquise Brown. Deshaun Watson goes at the 804. Uh, Jordan Addison, A.J. Dillon, Dak Prescott, Evan Ingram. Oh, I going to take Evan Ingram. Tony. And Tua Tagovailoa Ben is once again on the clock without a tight and end. I am once again sad. You have fully punted at this point. Yeah, I have. Um, hmm. well, if we're betting on upside, I'm taking Charbonnet here. Yeah. And then there's one tight end I like, but there's a couple receivers I like. Your stopgap at tight end is here. I think... After this tight end. Yeah, no, I'm taking I'm taking David and Joku. <laughs> I went and looked at the other tight ends on the board and said, nope, I, I can't <laughs> wait. There is nobody there. Absolutely nobody. Uh, Gabe Davis, Quentin Johnston. I did. I, it, I, I feel like Quentin Johnston would have been a pretty good yeah, pick. Yeah, it was him too. or Michael Thomas I was actually looking at. Yeah, Michael Thomas goes at the 904. Brian Robinson, Aaron Rodgers, Traylon Burks, Jamal Williams. Rashad Bateman, Devon A. Chain. Anthony Richardson goes at, what is this, the 9-11. And I'm on the clock here at the <laughs> The team who has Patrick Mahomes turn. also drafted Anthony Richardson. 
I guess they're going for trade bait. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, okay. Of the options here, none of them are great, but I do feel like Cortland Sutton has some Back secure on this volume. argument again. Listen, in the ninth round, it's a lot different. It's a very different argument. Um, another guy that I think has some potential upside, again, we are fully punting on running back here, and I don't love it, but it kind of is. It's just it is what it is. Um, but I do think that Elijah Moore has some pretty decent upside, so I'm going to take him in the 10th round here because I would not have got him had I waited. And uh, Rashad Penny goes, Samaj P. Ryan, Dalton Kincaid, Kirk Cousins, Dalton Schultz, Juju Smith-Schuster, Odell Beckham, Ezekiel Elliott, Elijah Mitchell, Jarek McKinnon, and Ben is on the clock. Hmm. Well, I just talk junk about Sky Moore, so I can't take him here. <laughs> I was wondering, I was, is he going to do it? Is he going to take Sky Moore? No, sir. <laughs> uh, I think I'll, I'll take another long shot. Um, they've talked him up a lot in camp. The coaches like him. Let's see what Tank Bigsby's got. And there as I look go. at my roster, I've got three backup running backs. You do. Do you have any starting running Once. backs? Once. You have one. <laughs> this is wonderful. Well, we're doing good. I should have taken Najee, but we're fine. Uh, last but not least here. Last but not least. I'm going to take the guy who could be the wide receiver one on his team, Adam Thielen. Why not? There you go. Geno Smith goes Raheem. Oh, I thought long and hard frick. at Raheem Mostert. I did. I was. Oh, I really thought he was going to make it to me. That is so frustrating. Must be stupid. And Algier went. And Jalen Warren went. All the guys you want. Good Lord. Every single running back that I wanted went. Okay. Well, you took Thielen. Geno Smith went. Raheem Mostert went. Bastard. <laughs> Damian Harris. Alan Lazard. Tyler Algier. Sky Moore. Jalen Warren, Daniel Jones, Cole Komet, Chica Conquo. All right, this is – we're taking shots here on upside. Jamison Williams, once he comes back from his suspension, might be good. I don't know. As far as another running back that could have some upside, is there anybody left that really has upside? Um, One. We'll go Kendra Miller here. That's, that's the one. one. Okay. Darnell Mooney, Jared Goff, Tyler Boyd at the 1204, Tyler Higby at the 1205, Rasheed Rice, Romeo Dobbs, Deuce Vaughn, Sam Laporta, Jacoby Myers, Devin Singletary. And Ben is on the clock. I'm going to do you a solid here. And I'm going to okay. take the guy who you seem to believe is the running back one in Philadelphia, and I'm going to take Kenneth Gainwell. There that is go. just on the prayer that what if he's right? That is insurance is what that is. And I hate all these other picks. <laughs> so I'm going to actually – I got one guy I like. I'm going to hope that he signs somewhere. I'm going to take Kareem Hunt. That would have been the guy that I would have taken with the last pick in the draft. Don't you feel foolish? <sighs> I, oh, I feel so stupid. 
not taking a guy who's currently a free agent. <laughs> Nico Collins, Brock Purdy, Deonta Foreman, Jalen Hyatt, Roshan Johnson, Jonathan Mingo, Greg Dulcich, Zay Jones. Team 10 took a very long time making their automated pick there. A solid four seconds. Even the AI incredible. has to think long and hard about Russell Wilson. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and again, upside shot here with the final pick in the draft. We'll take Tajay Spears, and and maybe he's halfway decent. I, I don't know. Oh, one way to find out. Why don't we look at the rosters, see where we're at at the end of this thing. Um, how did you end up? So, ended up our quarterback, Justin Fields, quarterback with top five upside, one quarterback league. That's all you're looking for. Uh, we got Miles Sanders and David Montgomery as our starting running backs. Uh, if you listen to the show, you know we like Miles Sanders a lot. I think David Montgomery is still going to be very startable in most leagues, um, even with Gibbs, and we expect a big season out of Gibbs. But DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams were both very good last season in Detroit. I think the backfield itself is just valuable. So uh, our David Montgomery could have RB2 upside. Uh, David Njoku is the tight end, and this is where I believe the team absolutely shines is because we've got a dominant wide receiver core with Justin Jefferson, Garrett Wilson, and Chris Olave. And then for backups, we've got Jackson Smith and Jigba, who I think will end up cracking the starting lineup. Zach Charbonnet should have flex value. Tank Bigsby could have a potentially big role. Adam Thielen, Kenneth Gainwell, and, and Kareem Hunt, sorry. Yeah. Um, my team is interesting. We've got Lamar Jackson at quarterback. The running backs are Cam Akers, Khalil Herbert, Kendra Miller, and Tajay Spears. Uh, the wide receivers are nice. Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, Calvin Ridley, Zay Flowers, Cortland Sutton, Elijah Moore, Jamison Williams. Tight end is Darren Waller. I don't know. I This is absolutely a zero RB approach in and maybe it's truest form. You've got basic. I mean, everywhere except running back is loaded. You've got a top five tight end, top five quarterback. Receivers are loaded out, and so you know, in that sense, are if if you're going to go zero RB, this is probably the sort of build that you're looking for. You're trying to get three top fifteen wide receivers, which I think I probably have uh, an elite tight end and elite quarterback, and then just hope that the running backs you take end up having some upside. Uh, we believe Cam Akers is probably going to be pretty good. As far as Kula Herbert, no clue. Kendra Miller, also really no clue. So I don't know. I'm not really sure how I feel about this team. I, I think if you're going to go zero running back, this is potentially a way you could do that. But I like it. Not half bad. That's about that. For this episode, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Nothing. I'm about to go. Uh, we're the game's already started, but I'm gonna go, go catch the uh, rest of the Florida Utah game. Some real, actual college football is going on. I'm excited. I'm stoked it about this. Who does NC matters. State play? <laughs> we play uh, UConn at UConn. You should be able to beat them. This isn't basketball. I mean, we're projecting. The line is state by 20 right now. Yeah, this this so is not women's basketball. You'll be okay. We, yeah, we played them in women's basketball this past year. Got throttled. It was a fun time. Yeah, I 
the part about that that I can't figure out is we're going up to Connecticut to play UConn. We are not playing them at home or in a neutral site either. It, it, we are going full. We are going to Connecticut to play a team that sucks. I don't. Yeah, I don't know with that. Can't figure that out. But hey, uh, Wake Forest is playing Elon today. So today. Yeah, I don't care about that. I'm gonna go watch. I'm gonna gonna go watch Florida. <laughs> oh, State is playing UConn right now. Is it now? It is. You right don't now. pull for this team at all, do you? <laughs> I thought they were playing Saturday. That is embarrassing, sir. All right. Well, it's time to leave now because State's playing, and I had no idea. That's incredible. Shameful. Uh, <laughs> How do you tell <laughs> someone likes the NFL us. more than college football? <laughs> Exactly. You're recording a podcast when your team is playing. I'm t- I promise you, if South Carolina was playing, I would not be here right now. <laughs> if Honestly, if I'd have known State was playing right now, I probably would not have been here either. All right, well, let's hurry through this ending. All right, that'll do it for this one. We'll see you next week. Uh, we will have, I, I guess it'll be the final stretch before the NFL started. We'll probably we'll have some... We'll come up with something. I'm thinking maybe some fantasy MVPs. Us preseason, preseason MVPs. Yeah, you know who's going to be the Josh Jacobs of this season? Who's going to be the I don't know, fill in the blank, whatever. We'll figure that out. But who's we'll going go to be the, the Henry Rhodes of this season? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that. Up. I think you just end it. All right, on that uh, shameful disappointment, it's time to end. <laughs> We'll see we'll you. See. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at fantasybrothers underscore or on Twitter at fantasybros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash fantasybrothers.